the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. It is Easter week. Just a small reminder when you look at the calendar that some businesses won't be open tomorrow (laughs) on Good Friday. Well, actually, a lot of businesses won't be open tomorrow, and it has nothing to do with Good Friday, although in this case, it actually does have something to do with Good Friday as well. Oh, the good old days of going to work, right? A lot of Americans became unemployed today. First-time unemployment claims come out on Thursdays. And they reflect the last week of how many people walked down to unemployment offices and said, my boss told me I don't have a job, so I can't work, and I'm filing unemployment. We're dealing with that right now. And the numbers are shocking. Six million here, seven million there, 10 million there. Suddenly, we're up to 16 plus million people in a very short period of time being laid off, mostly services in the United States. Hardest hit states, California, New York, Florida, Michigan. Hardest hit states on viral issues, California, New York, Michigan, Florida. So we see how it rolls. Jobless claims soar. In April, coronavirus layoffs swelled to nearly 17 million in the United States now. A lot of these businesses aren't going to come back. Some of these businesses are going to go to the Federal Reserve and say, I heard you're lending money. To small businesses. And some of these small businesses aren't small businesses. I saw yesterday TJ Maxx lay off over 220,000 employees furloughed. You're welcome to come back when we're hiring again. But for now, go collect unemployment. Starbucks says earnings cut roughly in half due to coronavirus effects in the second quarter. Starbucks had exposure in China back in January and February, COVID. Starbucks has exposure in the U.S. markets into COVID in late February, early March. So we're starting to see real numbers. Earnings cut in half. I think that's something the market's going to have to come to terms with. And because it's Easter, I'll use the term, come to Jesus talk. Good Friday leads to Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday, we used to wake up and say, hey, let's turn on and see what the Pope looks like and what's happening in the Vatican. What's that square outside the Vatican that he talks to? Well, it's empty. It's like if you turn on, and I don't understand this, but the WWE is publicly traded, and the WWE is still doing wrestling events three nights a week. And they've got like different wrestling tears they got something like nxt and then the main event and then the raw or something like that and they're doing wrestling events without crowds and it looks weird the governor of california said i really don't see the san jose sharks 
no, it wasn't the governor of California. It was the um, superintendent of Santa Clara. Said, I really don't see the 49ers and the Sharks playing home games until Easter. No, no, no. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Easter, a whole other year. <clears throat> My heart just stopped. Thanksgiving. Now, that's a little bit longer than anyone else has been talking about. I did this whole quarantine thing. They said two weeks. And they said, no, 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 no. Well, let's do six weeks. I'm like, I'm good. Cool. Now, if I'm here in November, I'm going to lose my mind. You can write this down. May 15th, 2020, Rob Black loses his mind. Says something stupid on radio. Well, it actually won't be from the COVID. It's just due every 90 days, right? <clears throat> So the markets are in rally mode, and I'm not going to knock rally mode. I like it as much as you do. Yes, I have a button on my New Focus Financial app that shows my net worth, and it updates it every day after the market closes. Within reason, it updates my 401k, my houses, and stuff like that as well. And yeah, I, it's way better to look at it in February than it is in March. It's way better to look at it in April than it was in March. And that, too, is something that bothers me right now. I get the feeling that the market has potentially one more down movement just to scare people, just to shake people, but also maybe ignited by earnings. We knew the death toll was going to be manageable at one. And then we're like, no, 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 we better change that to five and ten. The president just said five, so we're going to go to ten. And Wall Street kind of like, we got this. We can figure out the math. And then it went from 10 to 100, 100 to 1,000, 1,000 to 12,000. I'm like, whoa. <clears throat> now we're starting to see the caps on the numbers or what we believe to be the caps. That could, that could bring the market down again if there's something that it starts again in China. It starts again in the United States. We've already seen things like the school year lost. The end of the NHL and the NBA looks to be lost, although they're going to try to save something, I get the feeling, but who knows. Disney. Mom, I want to go to Disneyland this summer. Not a chance. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. Not in California, at least. Florida, they're a little bit more liberal. Isn't that a funny thing to say? Florida's not liberal at all. They're a little bit more conservative, and they're willing to put their, their people at risk. California's like, nope, no Disneyland. But Disney also said, we're not opening for a while. But Disney did report yesterday in non-COVID news, inspired by COVID, that they have over 50 million Disney Plus subscribers. I wish I didn't have to mention that, oh, by the way, those are probably COVID-heavy. Can't I just do a nice story on Disney versus Netflix now? But Disney's not opening parks, and that if we go into November with this, then you're starting to get eerily close to Christmas. Will anyone do a Christmas party in a year? Will corporations say, you know what, it's now the time to get back together and, you know, as Justin Trudeau, I love that Canadian prime minister. He said the best thing yesterday. He goes, we recommend wearing masks in public to stop you from moistly speaking. <laughs> the look of terror on his eyes the moment he said that was did i just really say did i put that image in your head and then out of his mouth he says i'm sorry for putting that image in your head 
moistly speaking, will we be ready for Christmas parties with moist speakers? Will we be ready to go to a Sharks game and we're like, hit him in his eye, knock him over! And have a lot of phlegm come out of our mouth and not freak out the guy next to us. I, I, that's where we get into, yes, we go back to work, and yes, we go back to school, and yes, we go back to church. But it'll look different. I could see, and this, I, I don't think I'm, go with me, tell me, yes or no. You think you'll see people wearing masks in public in a year? I think so. I do, yeah. I think we're going to go back at this a little bit differently. Um, I heard some stand-up comedian yesterday say something horrifically like cruel. But I get it. I, I get the joke. He's like, well, if this is killing old people and people with diabetes, why don't they stay in and all of us beautiful 20-something-year-olds go out and help the economy? And then we don't have to look at ugly old people. And we can hang out with beautiful young people. And it was kind of a, a mean joke, maybe too soon. But people are going to change, and they're going to have that kind of attitude in the future, I think. Some of us will go back to normal. But what is normal going to be? And for how long will it take for us to shake it? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So it's Easter weekend, and I don't have a lot to say about Easter weekend. I'm not a religious historian in any way, shape, or form. I can't tell you educationally like what this meant or that meant. I'm good with stocks and money. Um, I would say that's probably even a flaw of mine. The good news is I'm good at stocks and money, and I'm not going to get you into a lot of trouble. The bad news is I have just 20 years precedent of doing this again and again and again and again and again. And I've seen a lot of this. Um, I think that's one of the big secrets here is you have to live through a recession or a pandemic or a war or a conflict we have a lot of those. <clears throat> we had high oil in the 70s. I don't remember that. I don't remember gas line shortages, but I remember my brothers talking about them. I don't remember the 80s as well as I should because I was growing up. I was more worried about pimples than I was about you know profit margins. But there was a lot of drama in the 80s. If you take a look at President Reagan bombing of uh, Lebanon, terrorist acts in the world. Khrushchev, you know, not Khrushchev, but the the rhetoric was pretty large. The, the Berlin Wall came down, right? And as the Berlin Wall came down, Wall Street kind of got this angle on it of, well, that's kind of like capitalism. The communism that was taking place on the, inside the wall, on the other side of the wall, will give you food, will give you ammo, will give you, you give us service. But don't have any ideas of your own. That's my Russian impression, by the way. But as the Iron Curtain fell, you know, Glasnost and Blue Jeans and Billy Joel playing concerts in Moscow, and they kind of like us, and we don't want to do a nuclear winter with each other, and it opened the door to capitalism. The longer you're around this stuff, the more you see. 
I've seen high oil, I've seen low oil. I've seen high inflation, I've seen low inflation. I've seen growing economies, I've seen shrinking economies. I've seen high unemployment, I've seen low unemployment. And it keeps coming back to America has a lot of debt, and we solve a lot of problems by having more debt. Now, that becomes a problem when it becomes inflationary to the overall economy. It hasn't really become inflationary. It's, it's created, and I, I'm sorry for this, I think as we continue to try to save people with government spending or help people with government spending, I'm not mean. I'm not cruel. I just can't come up with every word to satisfy every listener. But as we do that, the big winner has really been Wall Street. We haven't done enough to stop the inflation on Wall Street while we help the common man. And then you look at the people on Wall Street and you're like, well, if you have a 401k, you're rich. If you have an investment portfolio, you're rich. I don't, so I'm poor. I've seen all of this. And the story will replay itself. I've seen a Republican who no one, no, I've seen a political candidate who no one thought had a chance have a chance. And that guy was Bill Clinton. And then that guy was Donald Trump. People are pretty upset with the political system. People are pretty upset with the way capitalism has played out for them. I like the stories of capitalism. I like the stories of going to work. Starbucks provided a dour update on same-store sales. I'm okay with that. I want to own Starbucks, and I don't expect them to do well when every store in America is closed. Costco reported a strong 12.1% increase in same-store sales. You know who's going to shine? Walmart, Costco, Target, Amazon. They're some of the stars that are not known as Abbott Laboratories, GlaxoSmithKline, um, Roche. Like You can look at a lot of drug companies and go, that makes sense during the coronavirus. And it makes sense for me. It's Costco, Target, Walmart, Amazon. Are, we, are they not still open? They are. And now that we've kind of taken out sitting down at a restaurant and having Jeff Bezos bring food over to us, chew it and spit it into our mouth... Now we're saying we may go shopping again. There's actually a weird ramification that some people are starting to to project. What if we like going shopping, and now that Amazon can't bring us everything that we have to have and want, and at on a moment's whim, you know, two months ago I was doing a joke called Amazon Now, where they bring it to you in less than ten minutes because we need it now. Now they can't do that. But aren't those kind of stars here? And Costco's same-store sales up 12.1%. I know it's a lot of people hoarding. But it's also some people using their Costco card that haven't used their Costco card in a while. It's also some things that will be perishable. I'm not a Costco food court kind of guy because let's just say I don't want to have a heart attack tonight. But if I were a Costco food court kind of guy, I'd be like, that's some pretty good eats for cheap. So Costco, Walmart, Target, Amazon have all figured out the digital economy. Macy's was trying to get there. I don't know if Macy's gets there. Chipotle was getting there, and I think they got there. I think they're going to be a big winner out of all this. Disney hasn't figured out what to do with COVID. We want you to come to our movies. We want you to come to our theme parks and be close to other people and enjoy the group experience. And they haven't figured it out. Disney's talked about yesterday or the day before. These days run into each other. 
I'm not working on Friday. It's good Friday. I would work. Uh, my company said stay at home. But the idea is I want to work because as long as the market's in turmoil, I want to help you. But Disney said we may be taking people's temperatures at theme parks in the near future. And if I'm a movie theater, the first time someone says, I'm suing you because I got COVID at your filthy theater and the germ crawled 10 rows up from someone in front of me from a movie I wasn't even seeing from the day before, that should be a lawsuit. So Disney, I don't think, has figured out COVID because taking kids' temperatures as they're going into a theme park seems weird. For a lot of people, and I'm like, I'm not going to take my home. I could have a magical experience not to get his ear probed by some uh, 16-year-old kid. So some companies have figured out, Walmart, Target, Amazon, they figured it out, and they're doing well, Costco. Some are in the process of figuring it out, and some don't really have a clear plan for the other side of this event. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Really bad unemployment numbers is really good for the stock market in the short term. Where do we go midterm, long-term? Stay tuned. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Markets are up today. Markets are closed tomorrow. I think they're closed all day with Good Friday. They may be closed half the day. But we're up 10.5% on the S&P 500 this week. Wait, wait, scratch that. We're up 12% now if you add in today. That's a pretty good week. That used to happen in a whole year. And we say, that was a good year. This is a bit too much. It was too much on the downside, too much on the upside. We're managing data with artificial intelligence and machine learning probably better than we ever have. I don't know if that's true or false. But Wall Street's kind of, you're seeing how it works. It's a six-month discount mechanism. It's looking six months in the future. And something's going to disrupt us in the next six months. And we already know what it is. We're staying at home and sheltering in place. It's not exactly a no-brainer. It's, well, it actually is a no-brainer. We actually know why. The VIX went crazy. We actually know why the stock market sold off. Now we're starting to see some proof in the pudding. We're seeing higher unemployment claims. Up to almost 17 million now in three weeks. That's a lot of Americans. I know people have been laid off, furloughed. Do you? I bet you do. A lot of questions remain on S&P 500 dividends, dividend achievers. Are dividends a better way of playing you know, income versus bonds? There's a lot of questions. Federal government has stepped up to the plate. It may have taken too long. It may have been delayed. It may have been more costly. I don't know. But the government's done some stimulus. They're willing to do more. The Federal Reserve has done some stimulus. They're willing to do more. Today, they're saying another $2.3 trillion in funding for households and local governments. It's pretty clear that if you want to delay paying your mortgage, you probably can, but you have to make a phone call. You can't just delay it. If you want to delay paying your rent, you have to make a phone call. You just can't not pay it. But something like 33% of renters didn't pay rent last month. And that's kind of surreal for me because I live in California. 
I know that to afford an apartment now, some people are living three, four, five people in an apartment that might have two beds, two rooms, so they're doubling up in a room, and then someone's sleeping on the couch. It seems like, well, who's not paying out of those five? (laughs) Or is it all five not paying out of those five? Questions. Markets open higher. Markets have not even looked at going lower, except the NASDAQ. Disney's up four today. Yesterday, Disney announced 50-plus million users have been, uh, jumped on to, subscribed to Disney+. Plus. Now, how many of those are free? We don't know. If you have an account with Verizon, you get one free year of Disney+. Plus. So, how many of those are free? We, we would like to know. Costco is down after reporting better than expected 12% uh, sales growth. Starbucks up after saying, hey, we're going to take a 50% haircut in earnings this quarter. Wait, wait, they're up on that news? I thought it was going to be worse. Carnival Cruise Lines? Um, I don't want to own a cruise line. Hey, there's just been too many headlines in the last 10 years, 20 years, tied towards viral outbreaks. And then when we don't get that from cruise lines, we tend to get the brawls. Aren't those the best videos to click on that make you feel better about yourself? When you see a fight breaks out on cruise line, you must see this. And it's two families. <laughs> and it's always someone wearing jorts. It's always someone wearing jorts. Jorts, jean shorts. That's all I'm going to say. I'll never own cruise lines because I, I associate jort fights with Carnival Cruise Lines. Ford's at $5.50. Talking about a stock I don't care about. Ford, to me, as a kid, meant found on road dead. They didn't make good cars. I've never owned a Ford. I'll never own a Ford. Only because when I was six or seven or eight years old, there was a joke on, what's Ford stand for? Found on road dead. Ah! <laughs> but that's like when people when people point at millennials and they say, you know, millennials are spending money. They're spending discretionary money, and they don't buy fresh food. No, they only buy fresh food. They don't buy anything in boxes. They may never buy anything in boxes. And the kids today, watch what they're doing. If there's an anti-McDonald's thing or an anti-Starbucks thing, and I know every now and then you meet someone who's bought stuff at Starbucks or had a bad experience at Starbucks and like, I only like Pete's. I swear by it. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, Cultural changes. And there's going to be a cultural change because we've stayed inside now for... Six weeks, some of us, some of us two weeks, some of us four. How long do we have to go? The governor, of, not the governor of California, but the heads of Santa Clara um, something said, we don't see the 49ers who play in Santa Clara or the Sharks who play in Santa Clara County. We don't see them coming back until Thanksgiving. I don't think the markets put their head around that one. The markets put their head around Trump. Let's get back to work right after Easter. Nope. Healthcare officials said nope to that. So we're now thinking, okay, it's going to be four to eight weeks. Okay. But no one said anything about Thanksgiving. I don't see how football plays if they can't play with the 49ers. I don't see how hockey plays if they can't play without the Sharks. Eh, Maybe our football team goes to Vegas or maybe they go play in the desert or something. I don't know. There's questions still out there. and Okay, so for the market to retrace and hit its old high or hit its old lows, what would have to happen? I think it would have to be earnings-driven. 
and or it would have to be another event to shock the system like terrorism or it would have to be things start getting worse in the summer when we knew they would get better. I kind of feel like we're giving up on spring. With schools canceled until for the year, I kind of feel we're giving up on spring. Jobless claims reached 6.6 million. That's a big number. 17 million in three weeks of people who are collecting unemployment. That number's going to grow, and that number's going to be shocking. Will it be as shocking as how many people die in coronavirus? Well, once Trump said 100,000 to 220, and then the healthcare officials said it's not going to be 220. We now know if it's 220, that's awful. Anything less is, well, it's less than awful. So we're, we're working with that. Stock dividends are under pressure. That could be something that changes a little bit of how we approach stocks. Companies like AT&T, they're saying, okay, we're not going to buy back shares, but we are going to keep the dividend in place. Their cash is important to them. Because when things get tight, people don't spend. We go into self-preservation mode. We go into lockdown. But you're hearing companies at this point in time, we're going to keep the dividend, but we're going to stop the uh, stock buyback. I'm almost like, why did you do stock buybacks if your stock's down 40%? Well, it's because grandmas, grandpas, and orphans own our stock, and they count on us for income. And when they own the stock, they tend to own it for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. It's just like when a company gets added to the S&P 500. When Tesla got added to the S&P 500, people got excited because everyone owns an S&P 500 fund, but not everyone owns Tesla. But if you own an S&P 500 fund, you own some Tesla shares. And you tend to own things like S&P 500 funds for the long term. You tend to own your uh, medical companies, uh, your healthcare dividend payers for long term. Now, here's an interesting one. There's a company called Medtronic. Stock was expensive two months ago. Americans are getting fatter. Medtronic makes things that go into our hearts, that go into our bodies to kind of fight aging. They do medical devices. It's a super high-quality company. As the markets have rallied, they've rallied. You had a chance to get it at a massive discount, did you? Do you want to get it at a good discount, a slight discount, or no discount? Do you think people are going to have to have hip replacement surgeries? Do you think they're going to have heart problems in the future? Probably. You get a company like a Verizon Communications, which has got a little bit of growth and a little bit of income. Their yield's about 4.3%. I own AT&T for that 6% dividend yield, which they say they're not going to cut. Would I have been wise in the market downturn to say, you know what, AT&T is not quite as good long-term as Verizon, but short-term, I like the dividend more. But long-term, Verizon's dividend just became very attractive because as their stock price fell, it appears that their dividend payout swelled as well. So when Verizon's at 60 bucks, their dividend payout looks to be about 1% of the value of the 60 bucks. When Verizon's at $35, it's about 4.3%, and that's a pretty good number. Verizon's got 5G to look forward to. Now, 5G is bad for them in the short term, good for them in the long term. Short term, they're going to have to go to companies like Crown Castle and say, we see that you have a tower. Can we lease some of that space and go put up equipment on it? And they're going to have to spend money on equipment. They're going to have to spend money on the leases. 
then they're going to have to train their employees. Then they're going to have to make deals with companies like Samsung and Apple to sell their phones. And there's going to be some business and there's going to be some marketing. And sometime, I don't know if it's going to be a year from now, nine months from now, 15 months from now, but Verizon is going to start running commercials on, look at these fast internet speeds. We know that 50 million plus of you have Disney Plus, but you're only streaming at, you know, the 1080p. What if we can give you 4K and instead of it taking three minutes, it takes three seconds. Oh, and by the way, we're going to change your monthly bill from 60 bucks a month and limit it to 80 bucks. Long term, it works for Verizon. And if they've got good equipment, they've got good relationships, Crown Castle, which for the record is a REIT that you should look at. They have cell towers around the country. Some of them look like trees. Some of them look like cell towers. Yeah, there's there's periods of time where we get a little freaked out, like everyone's going to go to satellite phones and not cellular phones. There's times where we're like, so those cellular towers are causing cancer. We're going to sue them. But other than that, they've got a business model where they lease space and they collect checks. And if they don't, your equipment comes down. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So good news and bad news. The good news is if you look at the calendar, it's Easter weekend. And I'm not a religious scholar, and I don't even pretend to be. Only thing I'm going to do is make myself look stupid there. Um, but we have Friday off. A lot of corporations in America celebrate Good Friday. Some do, some don't. Uh, my radio station does. That means I have the day off tomorrow, which means you can take a break from the stock market. And you don't have to listen. It'll be best of black um, I used to have things called blackouts. Best of black is better than the blackouts because the blackouts were exactly what you think. It was me forgetting to say something or me making a colossal mistake on air. Um, when I first started in radio, surprise, surprise, I didn't have experience. Pre-podcast, I broke into radio. I didn't have a podcast to practice on. And the way I got better at it was I did it again and again and again and again. And the way I got better at the stock market is I did it again and again and again and again. 25 years ago, all I could talk to you about was tech stocks. I was a growth stock expert. I got you into companies like NVIDIA when they were $4. I got you into companies like Apple when they were $8. In no way, shape, or form am I trying to brag. But what I'm trying to say is I changed. And you're going to need to change too as an investor, in my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, and just know that it takes time. When I get a 25-year-old producer working with me, I'm like, okay, you don't have to be like super smart this year. Just suck some of it in. See that the market goes up seven out of 10 years. If that's the one thing you learn, that's the one thing you learn. Year two, you learn capitalism tends to kind of creatively destruct. There's going to be a lot of creation, and it's going to create a lot of wealth. But then it is going to shut down some companies. And I could use Walmart as the best example. Do you remember Walmart? In the 50s, they started slow. They ramped up in the 60s and 70s. You barely ever noticed them because they were out in the country. But when they got to your local town or within three cities of your local town, they put the mom and pop out of business. And that's creative destruction. 
they could sell hammers cheaper. They could sell paints cheaper. They could sell uh, groceries cheaper because they were all about volume, volume, volume. So every year you should try to get one or two things. A pandemic is a global economic event. We've had these before. We've had SARS. We've had swine flu. We've had bird flu. We've had Ebola. We've had horrible economic events shut down the economies like wars, presidential assassinations, political instability. A couple years ago, uh, Russia invades Kiev. Like, I didn't see that one coming. Terrorism, didn't see that one coming. But know that every year there's going to be something bad. If nothing else, didn't we learn from the California wildfires in the last couple years? Wow, people's houses can burn down that I know. In the last 24 hours, I've dealt with more people that a brother is dead or a family member has died of COVID. So I still don't know anyone that I was hanging out with last year because probably I don't hang out with that many people, apparently. But you get the idea. Um, you have to be dynamic right now. You have to say, I'm going to learn something every single year. Maybe this is your year where you pick up a little bit on OPEC. Maybe this is your year where you go, you know, last time the market was down 40%, I heard Rob Black say he wish he bought more. He has regrets about not being strong enough with his response to opportunity. Russell 2000 up 4% today. That's a little bit of a weird one because you're seeing the Dow, the S&P, and the NASDAQ. NASDAQ's up just less than 1%. The Dow's up almost 2 The S&P's up almost 2 And then you get, boom, double out of the Russell. Now, the Russell 2000 is fascinating because here's the story on the Russell 2000. When there's a global economic slowdown, we're going, that's okay. There are American companies. American companies will do business with other American companies. But we're not, you know, we're not going to get the global slowdown. Not when we have jobs at 4%. Not when we have people employed. They're going to spend their, their do re me. Except, right? So the Russell 2000 used to be a place to hide in when there was like Russia invading Kiev. <coughs> when there was like Asian flus before they became American flus. Now, because everyone's going home, and we've heard about small business, small business, small business, small business through the wazoo, right? We've heard about small business loans. We've heard everyone shutting down in America. Guess who has the most exposure to COVID right now? It's the Russell 2000. It's the small companies in America that can't go to work. Gosh, I wish I wish I knew what was going on in Detroit. Uh, not in Detroit, but uh, Des Moines. Like in Des Moines, are they all going to work? I kind of imagine there's. I kind of have this fantasy, a kind of an Alice in Wonderland thing in my head. Like, I wonder where the economy's good, because there's a coffee store that I would love to to go to, and like Phil's Coffee, for instance, completely shut down a month ago. Every store, and now they're going to start opening their stores for carry out and drive through. So that's kind of one of those Russell 2000 kind of companies where they can shut down. CFP Chad Burton runs newfocusfinancial.com, and it's a small company, all things considered. A lot of assets under management, good track record, good company, a lot of things that I like. Um, I've worked with Chad for 20-plus years. 
but small businesses are getting hurt and that's small businesses equal Russell 2000, Russell 2000 equals small businesses. And usually the Russell 2000 kind of has some shield from global events, but this time it's, it's our companies that are shutting down. We're the ones going on self quarantine. So that's why they're getting hit the hardest and that's why they're recovering the fastest right now. I'm in my, am I more interested in the Russell than I am the two, uh, SP 500? I am because they got hit harder. Anyhow, you see how this all works. Hey, have a good Easter weekend. Uh, try to spend some time uh, self-quarantined. <laughs> I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more.